So your parents still still technically aren't in love with the fact that you do stand up. So actually, my mom was just here this last weekend. She's like, I always supported her. And then my boyfriend looked at me and I was like, don't engage. I was like, just don't. Just let it go. <laughs> let her live that lie. I was like, what? Thank you so much. So happy hour, dim lit edition. This is sponsored by Crystal Salt Lamps, everybody. <laughs> Get yourself a salt lamp, dude. Who needs a f***ing light? Get this, I'm telling you, all right? Virtual comedy is on its way out. Get you one of these now. So thank you so much for joining, everybody. What a week, right? Bill and Melinda Gates have filed for divorce. Yeah, but you know, as they say, when one windows closes... <laughs> <laughs> Your computer crashes, what usually happens. <laughs> the PBS Kids channel is introducing a Mr. Rogers spinoff called Donkey Hody. <laughs> yeah, about, about donkeys. Uh, and that's awesome. It mixes two of my favorite things, Mr. Rogers and donkey shows. <laughs> Speaking of big shows, Andrew Cuomo says that Broadway shows will reopen at full capacity September 14th in New York City. Yeah, finally some rent relief, huh? <laughs> this week was pretty cool. Vladimir Putin played hockey. Did you hear about that? Yeah, he played hockey in an amateur league and scored 80 goals and there were no survivors. <laughs> a documentary came out recently that revealed Hitler had a porn addiction, though obviously none of it interracial. <laughs> Tell you what, he was he was missing out. He was for sure missing out. <laughs> this week, obviously, not a great week. Israel and Palestine in conflict again. Joe Biden, who initially said that the U.S. will do nothing, has now declared that we will continue to do nothing. He called it a two-nothing solution. <laughs> Biden has approved the first U.S. offshore wind farm. Yeah thereby securing his lead against former President Clinton in creating blowjobs. Okay. <laughs> Good news today, the masks can come off if you're fully vaccinated. CDC said that people no longer need to wear masks if they're fully vaccinated, except if your local or state laws say otherwise, which all of them do except Florida, so nothing's changed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres has decided to end her show after 18 years, saying that the show is no longer a challenge now that her staff has no remaining spirit to break. Yeah. <laughs> this was one I didn't hear about until today. The police in Tennessee had to chase down a zebra after it escaped from a nearby livestock auction. Yeah. Uh, given the zebra's complexion, the cops weren't sure whether to shoot it or buy it Burger King. Oh, God. <laughs> that was the correct response. But we are actually going through a national crisis right now that's not being covered in the mainstream media. Uh, so we haven't had this, this record in four decades of the lowest number of babies born in the United States. Yes. And all of the babies were recently found storming the Capitol in January. Um, <laughs> but here to talk about this national crisis, we are welcoming back uh, some of our favorite guests here on the show. Please help me welcome back Johnson and Johnson. Woo! 
Well, I'm glad that you brought back the experts. Thanks, Sammy. Uh, yeah, experts, if, if that's what you want to say. I believe last time you were on the program, you were on record, said that we're not some freaking vaginacologists. Yeah, because we're too busy having sex with them. Let yeah. me... Let me vag explain something to you, Sammy. I know that you have a lot of questions about sex during this pandemic. I actually, no, I, uh, okay. Like, can you have sex six feet apart? Mm -hmm. I know I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think the big question is that everyone has on their mind here is that, uh, can COVID-19 be found in my semen? That's not, a, I don't think anybody was actually asking that. Almost certainly not. But can condoms carry COVID? Maybe. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't see how that would be a, a thing. Show me the studies that say it can't, Sammy. Uh, there are, there's no data on this, anything measuring if condoms have COVID, so. Exactly. Okay. So it sounds like the safest way to touch someone right now is with your Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think people should still wear condoms, right? Like, I well, wouldn't... Sammy, I thought you wanted to solve this no babies problem. Do you even care about the economy, Sammy? We need babies for the workforce right now. Yeah, and that means we could sell more baby shampoo. Sure, our profits are down after all those people started to believe our vaccines make people infertile. Yeah, and that's just silly. That's why we put a little Viagra in there. Sure. Pfizer's FDA approved, but does it make you horny, baby? <laughs> uh, uh, is this serious advice? I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think we should be encouraging people to have unprotected sex just to get the kid. That's unfair, Sammy. We care about the people and their money and the wonderful country and its money. Exactly, Johnson. After our last conversation. We did some investigating, and women have been disproportionately affected by uh, COVID-19. Okay, yeah. No, I, 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 I have heard that stat. It looks like you did learn something. The women's workforce has dropped at its lowest point since 1988. And we have a solution for that because we value women and what they contribute to the American family. Women can get to work by being homemakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a that's not a job. Yeah, Sammy, they can work remotely and make more babies. Come on. Come on. And they have more time to purchase wonderful Johnson and Johnson products. See, everybody wins. No, I don't. I think you're actually setting back uh, our nation's progress by about fifty years with that you, one. You mean when America was the big top, making the world's its little bottom? <laughs> we can do uh, it, Sammy. We can do it. <laughs> uh, it's a very ironic use of that. Everybody give it up for Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Thank you, Big Johnson. Thank you, little Johnson. We'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's keep moving this program forward. We have an amazing guest for you today. Um he is a prolific comedian and writer and actress. Everybody welcome Subha Agarwal. Hey. Hey. I don't know why I clapped for myself. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> 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 oh, 
No, 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 no. You're good. When, whenever the whenever the attendance is less than twenty five, I tell people you need to clap for yourselves. <laughs> I'm sorry, but th thanks so much for joining. Your lighting looks no, thanks great. Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, ring light. There, there you go. <laughs> I, would, I would do that, but then my thing would probably fall over and then I would have to use <laughs> So uh, I can't help but notice you got some uh, post-it notes going on there. Can we just maybe pry into your personal space a little bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all goals, uh, none of which are going to come true. <laughs> it's a lot of goals. Um, I was writing a movie that's on pause. I wanted to make more merch because the, the first merch I made was really bad. Everyone's like, we like you, but burn those stickers. What the f are you doing? Um, <laughs> touring, other tour ideas, some short I was trying to make, restructuring my hour. Oh, and then here's just, here's not a goal. It just says this too shall pass. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just too. like a message for the times where it's like nothing's going to plan but at least it'll change you know? <laughs> that's a good way to look at goals you know like they either get yeah. accomplished or they just pass right <laughs> i mean how how disturbing would it be if i showed you this bulletin board and it was just all motivational post-it notes <laughs> how much worse would it be where it's like the sun comes out tomorrow we'd be like we have to find her <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's awesome. I'm glad. And they're color-coded, too. <laughs> it doesn't look like they are related by color-coding, but I, I like that there are. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. I know it's, uh, I, I would say, you know, like, we asked to be in your personal space, but you did show us it before we asked. <laughs> so, um, thank you so much for joining. Are you, uh, are you in L.A.? Yeah, I'm in L.A. I can, that's the that's right, right. <laughs> that's the right, yeah, 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 I'm in L.A. for sure. Um, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> what part of uh, what part of town are you in, by the way? I'm at Cypress Park, uh, which is like nobody knows what that is, but it's really close to Dodger Stadium. But I am going to be in New York in June, so I'm very excited for that. Oh, cool! So, and you uh, you do that a lot, right? Because I know you kind of like you, you'll go to like a city and you'll hang out there for a while. Is that something you normally do in your career? Uh, well, it depends on what's going on. Like, I mean, New York spoils you with like club spots, especially if you've been there as long as I've been there. So. Whenever I have just had time to like work on material and I wasn't like in a writer's room, I would just pop over to New York. Um, and like during the pandemic, LA has been like, I mean, LA's always atrocious with stage time. <laughs> like it's also been really bad, even with like socially distanced outdoor shows. There's just more of them in like San Francisco and San Diego. So right. yeah, I was just, and, and because of the pandemic, I do have a writing gig, but it's mostly remote. So it's like, yeah, I'll just go up to, San Francisco or San Diego and like <laughs> do some shows in a parking lot and then <laughs> <laughs> that's actually where I saw you last was in a parking lot <laughs> that's crazy is it you know if somebody asked us what we were going to do when we were kids like one day I will be at parking lots throughout the week <laughs> um, dude if I could find 17 year old me that's why I started comedy I'd be like listen to your parents <laughs> <laughs> become well, a doctor. I'm glad you said listen here because that was about to sound really creepy. If I could find <laughs> your old me, like, don't say it, don't do that. Um, <laughs> uh, so that, yeah. So, so what? I, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Were, were, did you know you were, you know, funny and wanted to be an entertainer? 
Um, no, I was never funny. Uh, I mean that like dead serious. When I was a kid, I was not funny. Um, I'll, I'll explain that. But like when I was really little, I wanted to be um, Mia Hamm. I don't know if anyone remembers that uh, soccer player from like the 90s, but oh, I loved her. And I loved her in those Gatorade commercials with Michael Jordan. I was like, yeah, we can do anything boys could do. Like I oh, and then uh, genetics kicked in. <laughs> it was like, nope. <laughs> Sorry, you're not making the soccer team. I was like, God damn it. I'm like, I had a whole real life training montage and everything. It didn't happen. Uh, so that was the first goal. And then the second thing is I actually did like physics and bioengineering, but like um, I had, I think I was too messed up socially to pick a stable career. <laughs> In high school, that's when I discovered stand-up comedy. Um, Every Indian kid was obsessed with this guy named Russell Peters. So I was like, oh, shit, if I could be like Russell, I'll have Indian friends. All the Indians hated me. I was like, so I didn't know about our culture, which, by the way, I feel so betrayed about that because all the Indian kids went to Temple and they all got schooled. Meanwhile, I used to love going to Temple, but everyone made fun of me for being a nerd. And I was like, oh, this isn't cool. So I stopped going also because soccer practice was the same time as Temple. So I stopped going. And then I met these mother again in high school and they're like, you don't know our culture. I was like, what? I was supposed to do, you told me not to do that. I was so mad. It's like, it's like being peer pressured to smoke cigarettes. And then five years later, everyone being like, ew, your breath smells. It's like, what the f did you expect? <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's like super high expectations coming from kids, mm. you know? I know. Oh my God. They were the worst. They're like, you don't know what state the Taj Mahal is in? I was like, I don't know what state I'm in. This is public school. <laughs> <laughs> So you uh, you grew up in Chicago, right? Yeah, suburbs. So there were Indian people in your community, but you didn't feel like you fit in, identified. I mean, you went to Temple. Well, the first um, the first neighborhood we were in was like very white, and then we moved to a bigger neighborhood so we could go to the better high school, and that had like a good amount of Indian people in it. It's like yeah, the suburbs have like Indians, but like we're in pockets. Like you have to seek it out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's crazy. I've never asked anybody like, what was your like, why did you start comedy? And you're like to win the approval of other Indian people in my community. I really did. <laughs> Just not my parents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got it. You know, every every brown person, every brown comic, you have to ask, how do your parents feel <laughs> about what you do? Dude, like there's I'm so jealous when they're supportive. There's a comic named uh, Casey Aurora. I'm sure you know Casey in New York. And uh, his mom like comes to his shows and like is supportive and like laughs. And I'm like, you son of a. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I will say my parents, my parents do support, too, but they're not here. So ah. how supportive are they? You know? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but no, I feel I feel for you. I feel for you. So your parents still still technically aren't in love with the fact that you do stand up. Uh, no, now they're now they're fine. I just actually my mom was just here this last weekend, and like, oh my god, this lady. I love. I I've heard multiple moms do this, where they just like deny your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> we just lived two different experiences. She was literally like, my boyfriend was cooking and she was standing across from me. And she's like, I always supported her. And then my boyfriend looked at me and I was like, don't engage. I was like, just don't, just let it go. <laughs> literally lived that lie. I was like, what? <laughs> 
I was like, lady, you called me crying like every day trying to get me to stop doing comedy and like go to grad school. I'm like, you're out of your mind. <sighs> Technically, yes, she did give me her car in college so I could drive to gigs, but that was because I was, um, what's it called? What's it called? Da -da -da -da. Where you take rides with strangers. Why am I forgetting this word? Hitchhiking. Hitchhiking. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say because I was legally blind, no license. So I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I was like, um, I would like kind of know people at bars. And I'm like, yeah, we'll give you a ride back to campus. And my mom was like, you're going to get murdered. Are you out of your mind? And so she let me take her Toyota to college <laughs> the next year. So technically she supported me in that she didn't want me to get axe murdered, which, uh, yeah, she was right. I'm to this day, I'm shocked I didn't die in college. Like it was insane. <laughs> wow, that is that's just running around Pittsburgh. Yeah, I've never heard a story of somebody hitchhiking to their first gigs. I wasn't um, like standing on the side of the road, but it's like I would go with like you know people I kind of knew, you know. Sure, sure. Would you do like Craigslist rideshares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before Uber, they spoiled I Uber the kids. Survey. I wanted to get the Jack Burgers. Yeah, I get the the Jack Burgers. Uh, sorry, so can you uh, hold on a second? <laughs> The Jack, the Jack Burgers, uh, I highly recommend them, but make sure you fill out the survey first, like you said. So, uh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> what survey gives you free Jack Burgers? That's a good <laughs> survey. Norm yeah, put the survey in Normally the chat. <laughs> right? Yeah. Normally, it's a chance to win 2,000 Kohl's bucks for, at a Kohl's location that closed five years ago. <laughs> to get uh, actual food for a survey? Holy shit. <laughs> So you, 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 uh, you, you know, I know you're saying you're like, it took a while for your mom to like approve your career, but you know, mm -hmm. I look at your career, you're, you're someone who has it made, in my opinion, you have, you have, you have a job, you've had steady yeah. writing work for many years. You've been a writer on shows yeah. for like, what, the past, like five, six years straight or like how many? Yeah, more than that, almost, um, probably somewhere around eight, if not more. Amazing. That's awesome. So you, like, you know, you, yeah. you obviously figured it out. You obviously figured it out quickly because a lot of a lot of comics, they kind of struggle with like how to get a job, you know, but you, you must figure yeah. it out. put together a writing packet, put your stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I had it figured out. I think like people kind of start with a natural inclination towards one thing or another because it's really hard to make money purely doing stand up. Right. So like some people are like better performers or some people are better writers. And I was a stronger writer and like my performing is caught up now. Uh, so naturally my manager was like, oh, why don't you, you write a lot of jokes. You should be submitting to late night shows. And then I started taking classes at UCB and like investing in that side of myself. And then through doing packet and packet and packet, I eventually got jobs. So it kind of happened organically, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that, that's, Definitely makes sense. And you, you've done uh, uh, Comedy Knockout, True TV, Jim mm -hmm. Jeffries show. Like, what was your favorite mm -hmm. writing gig that you've done so far? Honestly, I think, and this was very random, but I think it was... All of the showrunners most... are watching this, by the way. <laughs> I honestly think it was a pilot I did that was the most fun, because it was just like sketch comedy. And this was 50 Cent actually had a sketch comedy show. Um, and we did the pilot at A&E before BET picked it up for a run. Um, but like just working on the pilot with really funny comedians and writing fun sketches was like awesome. Oh, that's awesome. You know, and, yeah. And, and there was like not a lot of pressure or like notes or whatever um, that I had to deal with, at least on my level. So and like everyone was comedians that I knew. So it was really fun. Oh, that's awesome.
and and, and uh, you also have since started. Uh, I mean, well, you've been acting. I know you had a role in Westerworld, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was random and very fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, what what was the role? Oh, I was just playing um, like a clerk, a uh, business uh, receptionist. So um, basically the man in black, I'm forgetting what his character name is on the show, but he comes in and he's like, where are the robots? And I don't know what the hell he's talking about. And then he murders somebody in front of me. And then he just goes on about his business looking for more robots. But I was just a receptionist. Um, it was funny though, cause I didn't think I was gonna get it. And I like filmed it Friday and I had to do it on my lunch break at Jim Jeffrey's show. So like uh, Jim's assistant helped me film it, which was really dope. <laughs> So we filmed it, submitted it. I was like, that accent was way off. And then they were like, we booked you. And I was like, it's white people casting this because that was an accent from nowhere. And <laughs> I got the job and I was like, what the f <laughs> This is, it was so, it was really fun. It was really fun. And like, yeah, I had to like call. I mean, I don't think they care even if they found out. But yeah, I just called out of work with a migraine and then showed up halfway through with like professional makeup and just didn't explain it. I was like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where like uh, cultural ignorance and racism pays off. Like they don't, they can't go <laughs> in accent, so you don't have to do the best when you can. Uh, right. That's awesome. That's, that, that's awesome. Congrats on that. Uh, and you Thank have something you. else uh, coming out. You have a, something, uh, it's called Plan B. Oh yeah, I didn't act on that. That I was writing in. I mean, oh. technically there's a picture of me that's an Easter egg, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> just like they, the this pharmacist shows a picture of his like horribly nerdy daughter and that's me. And I have like braids and like a retainer and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, but I ended up writing on that randomly. Um, like I had a pitch meeting with this production company or a general meeting. I was trying to make it a pitch meeting. He was like, we don't want your scripts, uh, but they <laughs> liked me. And then when they were working on this movie, I think they wanted an Indian writer because the main character is like an Indian woman. So he's like, oh yeah. And then called me in and then I got to do polish and punch up on that script. So it was really fun. It was cool. It's like cool to like see the shit you wrote like in a, like a Hulu movie. It's like, oh wow, that joke made it in, you know? It's uh Did it already weird. come out or is it, is it still on its <laughs> no, way out? It's coming coming out May twenty eighth. Awesome, awesome. Everybody look out for that plan B on Hulu. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um and you were also you were featured in Forbes. So um just yeah, <laughs> everybody wants to know how rich are you? <laughs> <laughs> not rich, not rich at all. Um I think it was their like under 30 section when I was under 30 and then they were like but it's not 30 under 30 this was an unlimited under 30 section so it's a little less prestigious just to be clear <laughs> that's really I, don't, cool. I don't yeah it was fun was that something you could like show mom and be like that's really yeah, hey look yeah. check out Forbes like I don't think I sent it to her <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah, I mean, my mom gets, she gets mad because she's like, I find out what you're doing through my friends because they're like, oh, congratulations. And she's like, what the f are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell her jack Because like, I know it's only a matter of time before she disapproves of something where it's like, I didn't get the role, but I was up for some like new Mindy Kaling HBO thing. And they were like, you have to be okay with partial nudity. And I was like, all right, I don't give a but it's like, if I got that role, I would not tell my parents. I would wait. <laughs> I would let somebody else tell them. I'm like, I'm not saying 
And you, you uh, so you're, you're currently living in LA, and you, uh, you said you're gonna do a, a, a month in New York this year. And mm. you, uh, I understand you live, you have a, a dramatic cat. Is that true? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have very dramatic cats. Actually, there's one right here. She's not gonna like it. Come here. Hi, baby. Oh, here she is. This is Ursula. <laughs> oh She's like, she was like kick flipping off of the desk. She's like, put me down. <laughs> um, yeah, no, both of my cats are very, very, very dramatic. You have two dramatic cats. I see. Mm. Well, so as a cat, I'm a cat lover too. Uh, we uh, have a special game that we're gonna play. Um, seeing that you're <laughs> a cat lover, uh, you down to play a game? Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, everybody welcome our resident game host, Julia. Please clap. Hey. Sorry. Um, my cat is here, Kitten, <laughs> to uh, help hey. with the game. And it's kind of like Jeopardy, where we ask you questions, and you and Sammy will be competing to see who wins. There's no prize except the joy of winning. So, <laughs> oh wow! These are our categories: cats who have made history, catch phrases, cat burglars mm -hmm. and crime, famous cats, and cinema cats. So, who oh, wants wow. to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I'm gonna do famous cats for two hundred. <laughs> Stand-up comedian and Friday After Next actor. Oh, I, I don't know how to play on TV. It's like Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, right. I think we have to buzz in, right? How does that work? <laughs> uh, buzzing, or is it, or is it, does it? She get it because she asked. Oh yeah, you should do. Maybe we should do the buzzing. Um, uh, should we just say meow? Yeah, you can say meow. <laughs> I think we both. I think we were both going to answer at the same time. I think we both know who it is. <laughs> meow. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think it is? Cat Williams. Correct. <laughs> All right, so I don't think that one should count because uh, we didn't know how to play the game yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dubai, you can go again. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's do Famous Cats for 300. Two Broke Girls and Thor. Meow. Uh, who is Kat Dennings? Correct. Yeah! <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Cat Burglars and Crimes for 500. Chrysanthemum the cat started her crime life by stealing small items such as socks, but then moved up to identity theft when she stole a what? A, green card, B, wallet, C, passport. Uh, meow, I'm going to go with... Uh... B wallet. Eh. Whoa. All right. Is this a real cat? Who is this cat? <laughs> <laughs> we researched and based it all on real cats. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to go with, I want to know more about these criminal cats. I'm going to do cat burglars and crimes for 200. True or false? Tinker the cat was caught as an accomplice to the murder of David Guy because DNA tests confirmed cat hair was on the victim. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, I'm gonna say true. Whoa. <laughs> wow, whoa. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with cats who have made history for 500. A polydactyl, a type of cat was loved by Ernest Hemingway, true or false? Meow. False. <laughs> polydactyl is no cat name, man. Come on. What is that? It's um, I've never the cat with thumbs. And wait, what? There's some cats that have like extra digits or thumbs. No, uh, you can't give cats thumbs. They're chaos monsters. <laughs> and Ernest, Ernest turn Hemingway, a doorknob. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway loved that particular type of cat and there's a museum of where he used to live with like 60 cats there yeah. oh my god i don't even think ernest hemingway committed suicide I, now that i know a cats have thumbs i think one of them shot him I was <laughs> <laughs> he was choked he was definitely choked out by a cat uh i'll do cat ch phrases for 300 <laughs> when you don't know what to say what do you say or what's another way? Oh, to... uh, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's got your tongue? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know they do negative points in Jeopardy. Oh, f <laughs> 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 uh, All right, I'm going to do a cat that just loses <laughs> for 500. <laughs> Harry Chapin's hit 70s song chronicles the story of a father who doesn't have time to spend with his son. Uh, meow. Uh, cat's cradle. Close. Cats, cats in, in the, the cradle. cradle. Oh. I don't know. I think you know. we should give it to you. I don't know. <laughs> and you know, in the cradle, she was saying it was the cradle. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> the difference being in the cradle and the actually being the cradle. <laughs> <That is. laughs> no, see, the cat is the cradle. You put the baby on top of the cat. <laughs> Oh, it's a five your turn. No, I think it's. Oh no, it is my turn. Okay, uh, let's do cinema cats for three hundred. Sorry, my cat is stepping on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> this cat has been to space with his owner, Doctor Evil. Ooh, uh, meow. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say who is um. This is probably wrong. Mr. Whiskers? <laughs> Mr. Bigglesworth. Mr. Bigglesworth. Oh. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, Cinema Cats for 500. This cat hates Monday oh. but loves lasagna. You don't uh, know? <laughs> I'm now, not... who is Garfield? Correct. Oh, yeah. Garfield loves <laughs> Lasagna. Hates Mondays. <laughs> I didn't know he hated Mondays. Everybody hates Mondays. Why is that? Why was that even? <laughs> Who wrote this game? It might have been a combination of people. We're about, we're about to have another Ellen situation after this show. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you're next. Uh, I'll do... Cats who have made history for 400. Was the oldest cat to ever live younger or older than you? Oh. Ooh. 
Uh, meow. How old are you, Sammy? Oh, <laughs> I thought you already knew. <laughs> So it is dependent on how old. Yeah, I guess it varies. Okay, I'm 37 years old. So do you think it's older or younger than you? Older. No. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> yes! Holy <laughs> 38? That's crazy. Yeah, so if anybody ever That's is like... to like 15. Yeah, you're old. I'm like, nah, there was a cattle than me, bruh. <laughs> okay, um, Katacha phrases for 400. What's another way to say? No, it's raining cats and dogs! Points! <laughs> you're up to 300. You still have a chance, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll do cat phrases for 200. Many cats have fallen over 32 stories high and have survived with minimal injuries. Why is this? Meow. Because cats always land on their feet. Correct. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Is That's it, such your... a lie, by the way. Cats <laughs> don't always land on their feet. Yeah, they don't always land on their feet. That's so... <laughs> Uh, is I it think your... it's your term, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. yours. I'm going to go with uh, Famous Cats for 500. Known as Yosef Islam. Yo! Cat Stevens. <laughs> Eid Mubarak, everybody. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, um, yeah, I'll do Famous Cats for 400. Original Hollywood leading lady died in 2003. Uh, yeah. Catherine Hepburn. Correct. Ah! <laughs> Do I get points for doing the the pun with the name too? Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go with Cinema Cats for four hundred. Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Puss in Boots. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cat Burglars and Crimes for four hundred. A cat in Brazil was detained in 2013 because it was assisting a burglary, prison break, or murder. <laughs> I don't know. What happens if neither of us does anything? Does one of us have to do something? Yeah, what happens if neither of us... Maybe we'll have both of you go, and then based on your answer, you win or lose points. So we have basically now it's now we have we both have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess um, be prison break. Sammy. Uh, I'm gonna go with burglary. Go oh, come <laughs> on. Come on. He was in Forbes. That's hilarious. Right. <laughs> I love uh, that Shawshank cat just slowly clawing through the walls. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, your your turn, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll do cat phrases for a hundred. Being nosy about other people's lives may get you into trouble. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, the meow. Curiosity killed the cat. That cat was the easiest one, and we're both like dribbling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it's like, write your name for the SATs and then spelling it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Cats Who Made History for 300. 
featured on the Rachel Maddow show, Limberbutt McCubbins ran for what political position in 2016? Wow, I can't believe I don't know this. Limberbutt McCubbins? Was that real? No way. Uh, meow. Um, I'm going to say Mir. Uh, oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> A cat's not fit to be president. <laughs> um, I'll do famous cats for a hundred. Schitt's Creek, SC. There you go. That's right. And throw some FYBBs into the chat to really drive it home. Or <laughs> oh, yep. I know. I know the lady. Oh, she's um. Oh, she plays Moira. What's uh? What is her name? Oh my god. That's gonna drive me insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw it in the chat. I don't think I can <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's that's what he's in the chat. It wouldn't be fair if either of us answered. I know <laughs> I remember, I was like, but yeah, it is Catherine O'Hare. I was like, oh f what's her name? Okay. <laughs> She's a legend. Thank you for saving us from that because we would have just sat there like yeah. <laughs> Catherine Johnson. Who turn is it? You turn. Uh, cat burglars and crimes for 300. If you die at home alone, what organ does your cat feast on first? Oh, come on. Ew. Probably meow. I'll just guess. I think your eyes. Your eyeballs. Oh, only after it eats God. your lips and eyelids first. Oh. No vomit. That's so gross. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I've already lost. Do we... <laughs> <laughs> we can declare a winner. Who is it? Suba. Oh, nice. wow. Congratulations to our champion, everybody. Suba for killing it with the <laughs> kill. Um, and again, the prize is just the joy of winning, right? <laughs> so go ahead and bask in it um yeah so suba where can we find uh you or you know check you out uh i'm on instagram uh at s-u-b-h-a-h-a -A. i'm also on twitter just my first name at suba s-u-b-h-a-h -A. awesome <laughs> awesome well thanks so much for joining us today uh no thank you for having me yeah of course and uh, everybody um Check her out on Instagram and uh, just remember this too shall pass. So, <laughs> thanks again for tuning in. I'll, I'll catch you in another parking lot real soon. <laughs> All right. See you later. So uh, give it up for Suba, everybody. Uh, we have an amazing musical guest for you today. She was actually scheduled to perform for us a few weeks ago. And uh, she had got some kind of injury. I don't want to tell the story for her, but she's here today, uh, fully functional, ready to rock it out. Everybody get up for Abby Posner! All right, what's up? Um, yes, I, I actually ended up smashing my finger in a door. And no one told me that when you smash your finger in a door, it, it will never be the same ever again. This is like um, two months. Wow. Of yeah, that that happened. I mean, I can play now, but I wasn't able to play guitar for like a month. <laughs> so, hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm the musical guest. I'm here to make you either cry 
with my sad folk songs or dance around. <laughs> I think I'll make you guys dance, so I'm going to get some reverb on my voice. Are you guys, are you guys good? You guys partying? Yeah. Woo, woo, woo.
Thank you. Woo, 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 woo. Woo. All right. I'm going to clap for myself just because everyone said to clap for yourself. <laughs> so now maybe I'll make you guys cry. I'll, I like to go up and then go super down. That's what I like to do, just like drop you right, right down there. Um, this is a song I wrote during the pandemic about feeling down. I'm sure we all had those days when we woke up just in a real hell of a funk because it, it was a year, right? It was a year. And um, this, this was a song I wrote just about kind of allowing myself to feel and um, accepting it and kind of having a cup of tea with it. Maybe you guys can relate. It's called Low, Low, Low. Sammy and Kate. 
KO Comedy for having me. This is awesome. Thank you so much. One more hand for Abby Posner, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Check her out on the socials. Uh, we can uh, put those in the chat as well. Uh, what a show, everybody. Thanks so much for joining today. I'm now on this side of the screen um, and planning on staying here. I really just don't feel like centering myself. Okay, no, I'll just do it. No, I'm sorry, the chair. Uh, this is about as far as I'm going to go, folks. I'm not going to go any further into this, the middle of the screen. We've had a fantastic show. We appreciate all of you joining. One more hand for our guests, everybody. Subha and Abby and Nico, our warm-up act. And thank you so much. And everybody just uh, continue to stay in the Zoom and, you know, drink and uh, smoke and, you know, whatever recreational or non-recreational drugs that you do. Um, <laughs> or non-drugs or lack of drugs. Or if you have something against drugs, let us know. Speak out. Uh, speak out against drugs while other people do them. Let's do that. Let's cue that music. Mm -hmm.